Studios. It's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Iowa State, for no students here being a sellout, it's going in the right direction. They make a difference, and, um, you know, you just got to keep going. There's some there's some, uh, some good promotional things. I think everybody loves the $2 beers um, and concessions. So we got $2 beers going. That's got to be a nice little thing. And, um, you know, I try to control what I control. I got hit on social media that there wasn't enough beer stands, so there's going to be more beer stands at the, ga- at, the, at, 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 the, at the game tomorrow. So people don't have to worry about uh, $2 beers having to wait in line, hopefully. Um, so just always trying to do what we can do to get the big, the big crowds in the Lloyd Noble. That ain't a man of the people. I don't know what is. Hold on. Uh, breaking, OU has just extended Porter Moser's <laughs> contract eight years. That's funny. He will now be the highest paid men's basketball coach in the sports. Yeah. What's that? That game is uh, tomorrow, right? 7 p.m. at the Lloyd Noble Center. WVU, that is a uh, must-win basketball game. Uh, yeah. Uh, we uh-huh. are way too early in the year for must-win talk, but you cannot lose home games in this conference to teams that you are better than, and they are better than West Virginia, and they got to go out and, and get this dub. It's Have a to. it's a must-momentum game is, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> what it is, is because you want to keep the – Momentum there. The the home crowd last time they played a home game was was awesome. Well, how do you keep that? Hold serve at home, man. Keep it an exciting product to watch. Stay in the top fifteen, top top twenty. But yeah, dude, you tomorrow is about as must win as you're gonna find in the conference this year. Yeah, well, I know West Virginia just beat Texas on on Saturday. They beat them in Morgantown, but. ESPN BPI's got OU a 93.5% chance to win the game. Dang. That is um, – that seems kind of steep, but I I don't know if, if, it's, if it's that high, but they should win and they need to win. Again, it's, it's just you cannot drop home games in this conference. Can't do it. Not when there's $2 beers available. Not when there's $2 beers and more – uh, beer uh, vendors or whatever they're called. You think uh, Porter Moser's selling beers a couple hours before tip? I a couple hours before tip off. I think he might be selling them at, at halftime. I think uh, when do they stop beer sales? Like at the under ten, maybe in the mm-hmm. second half. I bet he calls a timeout with ten minutes and two seconds left. It's one of those. Yeah, uh, full timeout, full timeout, <laughs> and he hurries up and uh, pedals some beers out there in the lower level. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, he's ready to do whatever it takes. Gabe went to the Kansas City uh, playoff game, and he said that the beer guy was uh, yelling "hot beer." <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know what? I, I bet it for the first time ever that that probably works. Probably was true. You have to. Uh, you got to heat it up. But that, that was a great audio clip, was it not? That was great. Like, yeah, I was getting some uh, some messages that, hey, the $2 beer is great. Had to stay in the long line. Couldn't even get one of those. So we've got more stands available. That's loud good. and clear, Porter. Good <laughs> loud, problem to have. Loud and clear. And I assure you, uh, as well as your team's performance, you will be hearing from the fans how accessible the $2 beers are tomorrow night at 7 p.m. I love the, the thought of – the coaches sitting around in their, you know, their morning, um, you know, strategy session, 
All right, guys, what do we need? Well, we need more beer stands. Uh, <laughs> we need more $2 beers. We got to get the crowd lubed up quicker. Everyone's standing in line too long. That's that's priority number one. Forget turnovers. Forget defense. We need quicker access to beer. Better uh, better access to $2 beer. Maybe it's going to be the best home court environment the LNC has ever seen before. Mm. A guy, mm-hmm. a guy can mm-hmm. hope. Uh, okay, like I always say, we celebrate wins on this show. Let's do that now. From the 405 on the text line, proud dad moment today, guys. Can I get a shout-out to my son, Jordan Harris, uh, Heritage Hall High School, 2024 defensive back, committed to Emporia State University to play football this morning. How hashtag stingers up, hashtag go Hornets. Way to go, Jordan. That's that's awesome. That's em- really cool. Yes, that is, that's great. Now, is Emporia State, is that in Kansas? It's in Kansas. Actually drove by it on Friday, heading to Lawrence, and then on Sunday coming back from Lawrence. You're, you're going to Kansas City. That's, I think that's the exit that most people take is the Emporia exit, and right off the highway is the uh, is the school. You can see the football field from there. That's 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 really neat. That's that's, cool. that's a cool moment. I'll tell you. Congrats, it Jordan. Doesn't matter where you're playing. College football will be the best time of your life. Enjoy every single second of it. Now, this is a heck of a question from Marshall in Woodall, Oklahoma. Now, for the past 25 years, Woodall. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you know where that's at? Yeah. That's, in, that is, Do you know Marshall? There can't be that many people out there. I don't think so. That's in between Fort Gibson and Tahlequah, and I think it, Woodall just goes up to eighth grade, mm-hmm. their school. Well, no wonder this question is so brilliant if it's so close to Fort Gibson. But the previous 25 years, if this was asked, it'd be an easy, e- an easy answer. But it's quite the timing right now. Marshall says, if you could pick one game to guarantee a W, then which opponent are you guys picking for next year? Most years it would be Texas. Just give me a win over Texas and going to feel great about this team's chances to get to a playoff, national championship, whatever. Is the answer still Texas in 2024? It's it still is. the most important game on the schedule. I think you know? so, man. I think it is. Um, which maybe to to some folks that feels stupid, but I mean that's still our most direct competitor. That is going to be the team that we bang heads with the most whenever it comes to recruits. Yes, uh, for the most part, it means most to the uh, the donors and the fan base. Yeah, that's still the game. There's going to be other awesome games, but that's still going to be the game that the fan base cares about most is is beating Texas. And whether they're any good or not at that time, as we like, they're going to start the season ranked in the top three, probably. Oh God, yes, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I. And I don't know. I'm I'm sure that their schedule is just as difficult as everyone else's. In yeah, they're at Michigan in the second game of the yep. season. Um, I think so, they play. Do they play Georgia before they play OU, or Miss, is that after? After Mississippi yeah. State at home, Oklahoma, Georgia at home. So they should be what a one loss, undefeated one loss team getting into Dallas. Yeah. I, I think they'll probably go up to Ann Arbor and lose, but long time to talk hard about to, that Yeah, one. hard to know what those teams are going to look like, but that is not going to be easy place to play for sure. It is Texas. I'm with you. It's just more of a thought than it has been for a while. If Georgia was on the schedule, it'd make it even more difficult. 
because beating Georgia and the status and the momentum that comes along with that would be great. Dude, if Nick Saban was still at Alabama, it might be a tougher question as well. Just what you get from winning that game. Well, the Texas game though just still means so much to so many people. It's hard not to say that it, one. It's it's still it's still a must win. You know, and I, what do you think Texas is saying? Texas is to boy, that question. Well, Sark is one and two against OU, and they they feel like they've got some momentum, sure, but. I don't think you want your head coach, for all the same reasons that we just listed, being one and three against Oklahoma in his first four tries. Ryan, he'll be the new Ryan Day. Yeah. So, if they're a sensible fan base, I'm not sure that they are. They'd say OU. They're probably saying, "Oh, Michigan, Georgia is a much more important game for us next year." There's going to be a very strong. Um, there's going to be a strong pull for Longhorn fans to skip right past Oklahoma and feel like they're on like the Georgia level and say, well, if you know, if one game we win next year, it's got to be the Georgia game and you know, I I don't know. I still think it's Texas. 580 says Texas. Chapstick says yes, still and always Texas. Cherokee Sooner says, is that even a question? Mid-zoo. <laughs> for Twitter, that is a uh, a very important game, but as is Texas. It might be like, for a game that you pick, like a guaranteed win, you pick Texas, and then like the one that maybe feels like just as satisfying in the short term next year would be Missouri. Yeah, that'll, uh, that'll probably be one of those where you feel good winning it, but more than anything, like, Oh, thank God didn't lose that one to those nerds up there. Right. Be a terrible look, terrible yep. experience losing a couple of recruits in a in a football game to those guys. Yeah, that's wild. Wild. Missouri's you know, I, I'm I'm just I'm kind of fascinated as to like I don't know what to make of them next year. Um I if you want to talk about Schools that maybe got the easy run of it next year. I mean, if you want to consider it easy, Missouri's schedule is Murray State, Buffalo, Boston College, Vanderbilt. First four games at home. Very mid uh, non-conference yep. schedule. Mid for mid-zoo. At A&M, at Massachusetts. Jeez. Auburn at home. At Alabama. Oklahoma at home. At South Carolina. At Mississippi State, Arkansas. God, how many teams with the winning record from last year do they get to play next season? Two. Like two, that's it? Alabama and Oklahoma. Golly. I, now, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Auburn did not have winning records. A&M, A&M was 7-6, and six, so uh, they've got that. That's a winning record. The so. guaranteed W for the 918, whoever we play in the SEC championship. Yeah. Yeah. Nick and Sepulpa, if we're on a downturn, we should even beat Texas when we got one. Uh, when we got one and eleven, it's always, 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 always Texas. Okay, so right back to was that ninety six one and like no, no, you had zero wins going into the ninety six game. Right. You had one win coming out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's still Texas. It's a good question, though. Very good question. Great timing of a, of the question as well. Yeah, it's as hard as it is to say. I mean, it's really not hard to say. 
you'd like to be able to point to something else. Now, I, you may beat Texas next year, and it's not your biggest win, which – you know, there's there's oftentimes that that's the case, as bad as Texas has been recently. But um, even if they are, you know, a legit top five, top ten team, and you and you beat them, it may may not be the best win on your schedule. May not even be um, second best win on your schedule. Swamp Oki says Texas isn't always be the most important game on the schedule, but we can't be winning against Texas and nobody else either. Fair point. That's uh, Yeah, you can't let Texas uh, be the highlight of the season and then just say, all right, we're good here for the uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah. Can't not play your best uh, ball a- after that. Which, by the way, uh, the UCF game was directly after the Texas game last year. I mean, there was a bye in between, but it was the next game. Right. We went over uh, college football's top 100 games, the ESPN list. OU-UCF was at number 100, but they didn't have any others in the top 50. <sighs> OU Kansas, number 22 on the list. Mm-hmm. O- OU uh, Oklahoma State Bedlam, number 21 on the list. Mm-hmm. So they grouped OU's two uh, losses from this year. That yep. was fun. But they had the OU Texas game all the way at number two on the list of greatest college football games this year. Wow. Pleasantly surprised at that. And I'm guessing bowl games weren't included. Or bowl Arizona, games were included. No the Arizona? Two. The uh, the two no oh yeah no Arizona in the top one hundred okay. no. Well, there you go. I mean, I guess it in some sort of way it's a compliment that whenever you lose a game, it's it's considered one of the best games of the year because you know someone had to upset you, but you know that just pisses me off even more. Would you like to <laughs> guess what the uh, number one game was in college football this year? I'll, well, is this re- this is regular season? No, this is all games. Okay, all games included. Alabama, Michigan. Uh, no, yeah. Alabama, Auburn. All Alabama, Auburn. Yeah. was uh, was number one. The Iron Bowl, which that'll go down as no, not Nick Saban's last win. I guess second to last win. Yeah, but his last Iron Bowl. What a way to go out in that rivalry. Yeah, and I think the two playoff games were three and four after uh, OU and Texas at number two. His last win was a good one. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best wins in the sport the past, what, three years? Yeah. Two, three years, whatever. And I think that had they won that game against Michigan, they probably would have beat Washington. And how is that dynamic different? Imagine if they did win that game against Michigan, the overtime game, and then you win a championship and beat Michigan. Or beat uh, Washington. Does Saban still retire? And it do you still hire? Does it change it at all for Kalen DeBoer? Go go to the team you just lost to in the championship. I think Saban still retires. It kind of felt like I he had too. his mind made up for a bit that that was going to be his last year. Do you end up with somebody better than Kalen DeBoer? Um, well, not better, just different. Someone different. Yeah. I would probably say no. It's how weird is that though? That hire the guy you just beat in the national championship? That's that would be that'd be wild. And I'm and I'm not that I disagree with you. It's just that would be a very weird circumstance. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Hour number juice of alcohol and other drugs. Visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
big difference in tonight's game compared to the first one uh, with, with how many Eagles fans were here tonight. Tampa showed up, and so we, we appreciate that. Unfortunately, it was the last one here, so, um, but it, it was electric. It, it, we could feel the energy, and we fed off that. We have a great locker room, uh, great staff that, uh, I mean, just the leadership overall. We lean on each other. We trust each other. Um, just doing your job and knowing that the guy next to you is going to do his. And so that, that's, that's accountability for yourself and for your teammates. And it's just, it's amazing to see the growth that this team has had in the second half of the year. There's Bake. It was the Bake Show last night. Three touchdowns, 377 yards. Wide receivers had some drops. Still felt like one of the better games of his career. Bucks taking on the Detroit Lions 2 o'clock on Sunday. Mm. Uh, Gerald McCoy just tweeted this out like one minute ago. Just saw it. Because we were uh, commenting earlier about the photo of him uh, hugging Lincoln on the sidelines. Yeah. GK says, next OU fan questioned me about my interaction with Lincoln getting blocked. Dude moved on. Y'all should too. He ain't did nothing to me. Y'all so worried about Lincoln, but BV right here now. Focus on BV and what we have brewing. Y'all too bitter. Let it go, man. There so you GK's go. in the mood to uh, to block some people today. If, <laughs> if if you're down to question him about the hug, he had to have known it was coming. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and my guess that next person will be Gunny. <laughs> Gunny did text in Can you fellas guess what I'm currently in the process of doing I can guess and that does make you Most likely to ask GK that uh, Which it is funny. Gunny's birthday today so. Oh happy birthday Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well um, Gerald McCoy mm-hmm. Is correct on this one I think I think everyone has moved on But Still love, still fun to hate, yeah. Still love to troll and and have fun with that whole situation. Nobody would trade the current head coach for that head coach, at least I don't think around here. I don't so think so. I, I think it, it people have definitely moved on, but I you can you can still dislike him. I absolutely dislike. I him. I think people still moved on. I think people have moved on. I think I don't think anyone would trade the current coach for Lincoln Riley, but that doesn't mean that. Everyone is sold on the current coach. I mean, I still think there's people that are uh, cautiously optimistic, but unsure. And I get it. I get it. I thought if I was to do a two-year review – I you know, record-wise, I think – Probably kind of in line. Um, we should have won the bowl game, but 10 wins, like you kind of check that box. But the thing is, we are we're not good at the things that I thought we would be good at. I thought, well, you know, we'll see what happens with 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 offense. We'll see what happens with defense and the talent. All of that stuff, like that may take a little bit, but we're gonna be good at special teams. We're gonna be detailed. We're gonna we're gonna win with details. Uh we're gonna win with discipline. And I it's the exact Yeah, it's been the opposite. opposite. Yeah, it's been the opposite. Like, we've got good so talent and we've we've made some nice plays, we've done some good things. Offensive defense have, have performed really well at times but 
we've struggled as special teams. We've made too many big mistakes on special teams, and details and discipline is what gets us beat. So what would you just say that you think some of the fan base still unsure, still not totally sold about the current yeah. head coach? It's, that's the way you, that you said it. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that as well. And me asking you this is basically asking the text line. But to those that are still unsure after two years, like what would be their biggest what would be their biggest complaint or their biggest worry moving forward? Game management, the fact that they're not good in some spots as they thought. Like I'm just I'm curious yeah. what the overall worry is more than any moving forward. Here. I think it, I think it's it's uh, it's details, discipline, game management, special teams, and. I mean, there's some there's some other things in there. Like if you really want to screw down and like you kind of you got to talk about some individual scenarios and stuff like that. But that would be my guess is because I you know I talk to people all the time. And they're still like, yeah, you know, I love Coach Venables, love the energy, love everything about him. But you know, I'm still not sure how it's all going to work if it's all going to work. Seven eight five. Uh, this is from Lawrence, Kansas. Three times said defensive line, and I'm guessing that's uh, in reference to their biggest concern with things moving forward. Yeah, I do think that is about. To, I mean, at least the talent coming in is is clearly better from the recruiting side of things. Yeah. Does that automatically mean it's going to be where it needs to be at an elite level? No, but in the recruiting side, at least they're doing a much better job of that. 405 says killer instinct. And we've seen that been that's been missing for the past couple of years. How, how yeah. many games can you remember where they got a chance to just put it out of reach and they yeah. they they don't. It's well, it goes it all goes back to those same things. It goes back to details, discipline, and often special teams. A missed field goal, a missed opportunity to pin someone deep followed by um, you know, a couple of penalties and a mental mistake on defense. And, you know, the next thing you know, you lose a game that you were absolutely in control of. Uh, KW918, biggest complaint. We brought in maybe the best defensive coach in the country, and we are maybe the worst zone coverage team in the history of pigskin. Yeah, well, we're not. There's worse out there, but we're not good. I, I mean, I can I can go on and on, and I don't think anyone wants to hear it. But I, I'm I just I don't like the way that defense is played nowadays. I don't. I think it's I don't know. Sean says biggest worry is being able to prepare for single opponent each week. Seems like we're able to prepare and give our best effort once a year. See Nebraska in 2022 and Texas in 2023, and that's that's really hard to to argue with because it was. The Nebraska game was by far and away an outlier in, in year one. And the Texas game, they didn't play perfect. But, boy, we thought we were getting that version of that team the rest of the year, and they they, they didn't. They didn't get well, better either. And, you know, that it, it's an interesting point. But I wonder, is that a is that a coaching thing or is that a player thing? I are those the only two games that uh, the players that feel are worthy of their dedication to preparation that week? I mean, because I got to tell you, it, 
I'm not in there with them now, but I've been in those rooms before uh, at all levels. And it is, it's absolutely consistent from the coaching staff week by week by week with the detail, uh, attention to game plan, all of those things. I just wonder if it's is it is it a player thing that they're not? I, I don't know. These are these are all valid questions, questions. that we have, right? Uh, Peyton yeah. says the most concerning thing to me are that the team got worse throughout the season both years, and we're not disciplined at all. I would expect a BV team to be the opposite. Um, That's kind of what I'm saying. This year is, and I think this year being the best example of that is maybe the most disappointing is that in year two you would think that that would not be the case, right? Is that you didn't get better throughout the tail end of the season? Yeah. And they that was – it was the case in year one, but it felt like more so the case in year two. It's just – it's such a weird – it's a weird – I don't know. It's all weird. I don't know how that happens. I mean, there's no doubt that, you know, we had some injury stuff that affected the way we played a little bit, but it – it shouldn't have shouldn't have changed everything to where we we just falter by the end of the season and I agree it I think that a team that is tough mentally physically that's detailed that's disciplined that doesn't make a bunch of mistakes like as the season wears on and everyone else starts to fade from the physicality of a long season, the mental grind, the emotional grind, all of those things, like if you really are the tougher, more put together team, like just by staying the same, you should separate from the field. And we for whatever reason fade. Let me hit a few more and we'll hit a break here. Gunner from Grove says most of the game management issues left for Mississippi States. Brandon from the 405 have to be better on the road not sure what needs to change with that but it's been worrisome the past two years away from Norman I think we even talked about that earlier today so no complaints there Slim Brady we had a chance to go up big on Texas multiple times but we cannot finish just off the top of my head Texas game this year you had the Oklahoma State game last year the Texas Tech game last year that's just three easy ones in two years. Um, the Kansas game, you couldn't finish that game off this year with Arizona. the lead. Arizona game, that, so there's at least five. Yeah, I don't I – In don't, two seasons. Well, I think a lot of that boils down to um, not being able to line up and like, out-muscle people at the end of the game. You're still relying on that stupid – RPO crap to close games out. Counting numbers, throwing it where they're not, running it where they're not. Instead of just hat on a hat, blowing people off the football and at running back making a guy miss. I mean, it let's we don't need to overthink it. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Talking sooner football is what we do. This is the ref. There are trucks. Then there's the truck, GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate, GMC Sierra. Not just any truck, the truck. 
GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. What is a good neighbor? It's someone nearby who helps make your life a little easier. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and my team and I take time to understand your insurance and financial needs. So whether you're preparing for retirement or in need of auto, home, life, or business insurance, get the kind of help you'd expect from a good neighbor. Visit the Julia Chu Agency or call 329-3311. Come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, Norman. Metro. Hi, it's Dusty Dvorak with Metro Ford of OKC. Are you ready to turn heads on the road? Look no further than Metro Ford of OKC. We've got a wide range of custom trucks to suit your style and needs. Tennessee, Roush, Rocky Ridge, Shelby, we have them all. Experience the thrill of the open road in a truck that's as unique as you are. Visit us at Metro Ford of OKC today or online and drive home in your dream custom truck. Shop where the difference is real at MetroFordofOKC.com. Looking for a better way to bank? Join OU Federal Credit Union and experience the difference. If you are tired of hidden fees and impersonal service at your big bank, well, you deserve better, and that's what you'll find at OU Federal Credit Union. They offer competitive rates on loans and savings accounts. Plus, they're a local, member-owned institution. Join OU Federal Credit Union today and discover the benefits of being a part of a community that cares. Visit OUFCU.com or stop by the branches today. Member savings insured up to $250,000 by NCUA. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. Smile Train celebrates the cleft lip and palate community by empowering medical professionals in over 70 countries to perform essential cleft care in their local communities. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org slash learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. Why did I wait so long to see a retina specialist? Retinal disease can steal your eyesight, but it doesn't have to. Patients who seek care from a retina specialist have the best chance of preventing vision loss due to age-related macular degeneration or diabetic retinopathy. AMD symptoms to look out for are distortion or warping of straight lines, as well as blurred or loss of central vision. Patients with diabetic retinopathy should seek treatment if they notice the appearance of spots or floaters or blurred and distorted vision. Visit seeforalifetime.org. Water is our most precious resource and something that should be conserved and used wisely. Here are some water conservation tips you can try. In the bathroom, turn off the water while you brush your teeth. You'll save about four gallons per minute. That comes out to about 200 gallons a week for a family of four. Water is life. This message was brought to you by the City of Norman.
is What Caught Teddy's Eye, brought to you by Yala Ghazni Law. Think that hiring a lawyer makes your insurance claim take even longer? Not at Yala Ghazni Law. They work to keep your claim moving forward and fight delay at every turn. That's Yala Ghazni Law, 405-800-8080, 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is... Did you see that Tonga Vailoa, the Maryland uh Tonga Vailoa had the six-year of eligibility denied. Going to the NFL draft now. Yeah, pretty rare um, in college football these days. Um, some of the fallout for the Eagles from last night's football game. Looks like Jason Kelsey is going to retire, telling some of the teammates that that he's done. Not a big surprise there as uh, he was on kind of the media tour throughout the year. Um, so not a shock by that. But um, – I, we had kind of talked about some of these rumors and everything. It looks like there may be some truth to Siriana, uh, Sirianni being on the hot seat, and there seems to be uh, a lot of the uh, talking heads out there saying that he needs to be done, probably is done, and uh, even saw one that said they need to bring in Belichick, um, which uh, in separate news, Atlanta Falcons interviewing Bill Belichick for that job. Was that a fit? Um, I don't, it doesn't feel like it for whatever really reason. I, I still feel like if he's got a chance to go to the Cowboys, he's going to go to the Cowboys. I, the Atlanta Falcons, for whatever reason, it almost – they feel too uh, – it almost feels like an expansion team for some weird reason. Uh, it doesn't feel serious. Um what is the latest on the Cowboys situation? Nothing? <sighs> nothing. No, I mean, nothing Nothing official. Yeah. Trust me, when uh, Mike McCarthy gets fired, you will, uh, you will hear about it. It, it, will be, it will be everywhere. And I got to think with, like Sirianni, the fact that they didn't just lose, they really ended up getting blown out in both those games, just a terrible ending to the season. I, I think both those, both those teams might be looking for a new head coach. It's crazy that the – like the 180 that the that Philly had the way last year went the way the first half of this year went and then like it totally flipped how does that happen like is it is it lack of cohesion on a football team like like nothing really changed they didn't have some huge injury that they couldn't overcome right like well they lost uh AJ Brown and they had a safety that was out going into the game. Like, they were beat up a little bit, but yeah. I don't even think losing those two means you should get blown out by the Giants and then get blown out by the Bucks, like in back-to-back games. They were so bad down the stretch, dude. And last one I've got, and there were some people thinking that Tomlin may sniff around uh, after being there with the Steelers for so long, but nope, he says uh, he's going to be the coach of the Steelers in 2024. Here's a headline for you. Germany believes Russia plans to start World War III, which would be a Georgia TCU level blowout. It's <laughs> a heck of a headline, isn't it? Yeah. Germany believes Russia plans to start World War III, which would be a Georgia TCU level blowout. Well, who are they saying is Georgia and who's TCU? I guess NATO is Georgia and Russia is TCU. They've got Muleshoe Jr. I guess Muleshoe Jr. is uh, Vladimir Putin calling plays. I, think, I don't know. I think Germany's got their own problems to worry about right now. It looks like they've got uh, an uprising on their hands. Apparently, a leaked German intelligence report claimed that Putin will 
foment unrest while mobilizing troops around the Baltics and in uh, Kaliningrad. Is that how you say it? The yeah. assessment believes the Russians will release cyber attacks on the Baltics. The three countries of Estonia, Lithuania, and Latvia are all NATO members, and all-out combat could break out by May of 2025. So the short of this is, I guess, some uh, leaked German intelligence report is saying, here's what the game plan's going to look like. Russia's going to be responsible for World War III. And it's going to end up bad. Well, yeah. I I think the, the end up bad part is more of an opinion, but... Well, I think it's there's no way it's going to end up good for anyone uh, on either side. Who knows? Uh, geopolitically, we are in perhaps the the most volatile situation. That, I mean, on one hand, in South America, you've got a cartel taking over a country. <laughs> Did you see that? That was crazy in no. Ecuador. Took oh it. yes, yes, actually yes. You've got on the the news channel where they yeah. yes and they started like Jeez. executing people across the country. You've got uh, whatever's going on in the Middle East. You got Iran firing missiles into Iraq. You've got the Israel Palestinian situation, and now uh, I mean it's just the, it's a mess everywhere well, right now. Uh, and hey, it's an election year across the globe. Georgia uh, got the two-peat. Well, America could get the three-peat in world wars yeah. if they just go ahead and win this one. Perhaps. Which back to back to back world war champs, <laughs> t-shirts and hats. That'd be a, that'd be a hot seller right right after all the action, huh? Let's hope we're not, we're wearing them and they're not wearing them somewhere like in a village in Africa and that where all of the 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 runner up championship t-shirts go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cartel in South America. Yeah, sure. Uh preseason top 25 D1 softball. Surprise, surprise. OU is at number one on this. Yeah, that's right. Uh, OU at one, Stanford at two, Tennessee at three, Florida State at four, Texas at five. You got Oklahoma State at 12, Jordy Ball in Nebraska at 13, Baylor at 16 on this list, and that's kind of about it for important teams. But yeah, OU has to be number one to, to start off the year. What? What's the um, what's the schedule look like? What do we got interesting early on? I know we they play Duke play. early. Like they play a couple of games early, and after that, like I felt like last year the talking point was this could be the most difficult schedule in recent memory for OU because they mm-hmm. really loaded up on the non-con. Doesn't really feel like that's the case as much this year. Yeah. So they've got that win streak. I don't know if you've heard about it or not. Longest in the sport. And if they get through that first weekend, then they're really going to be in a good spot to put that to put that number out of reach. Now, Nebraska is interesting with Jordy Ball. Uh, you had them in the top fifteen. They typically have not been good. Like they weren't. They made a regional last year, I think. I think they, they went Stillwater, maybe. Yeah. Okay. And did is, they're all right. Did her going to Nebraska bring anyone else there? Did they pick up anyone else? That you uh, know maybe through recruiting, but through the portal, I I can't remember um, anyone else. There you go. Noteworthy that that has, but Jordy uh, by herself is probably good for a for a top fifteen team. So I can't argue with it too no. much. Uh, Tyler Guyton, I saw a mock draft on CBS today. They have Tyler Guyton going in the first round to the Kansas City Chiefs. They had the Chiefs drafting another OU offensive lineman. Wouldn't shock me. And I don't know what at what pick is that? Late? 
I think they had him at like 23, 23, 24, somewhere yeah. around there. Um, I, I don't know if he's doing the combine. I'm guessing he is. But whenever he starts to do like his measurables, his movement, and all of that stuff, he's going to fly up the draft boards. I mean, so combine is going to be very good to him, is yes. what you're saying. Yep. Uh, last one I have. Actually, I got two. Uh, OU still number five in bracketology. Still five. early, but you know, still worth mentioning. And Jim Harbaugh is requesting contractual protection from potential NCAA punishment uh, for his hmm. deal with Michigan. Saying, hey, if a punishment is handed down from the NCAA, if there's violations, let's go ahead and put it in writing if I'm going to come back that it's not going to affect my contract. So he's got that going on while visiting with the L.A. Chargers yesterday. Yeah, Still Har- think he's in the NFL? Uh, yeah, but I, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Um, since everyone else was telling me, yes, it's a foregone conclusion, I'll stay there. I'll stay with that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there's a chance that if he is going to get punished, that helps him leave a little bit more. Probably get a show cause, but um, yeah, I I still think he's gone to the NFL. Don't worry about NCAA violations, Jim. You're uh, you're Michigan. Yeah, the NCAA would never. Though they did come after Florida State late last week on on oh, yeah. something. Yeah, but, that's what happens whenever you start to rattle the cage uh, in the playoff. Correct, yes. You Should have known that was coming. State of Florida threatens a lawsuit. Guess what happens? Oh, okay, guess what we've been sitting on? Pretty uh, pretty raunchy deal. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll come back, wrap up hour number two next. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. The Showplace Theater is the best place for live music. And with some of the best acts around. Air Supply, February 3rd. Scotty McCreary, February 23rd. Jay Leno, March 16th. They say the larger the head and larger the jaw, the more sexually attractive people. Our site coordinators surround students with a community of support. To ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids. All day, every day. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. The law firm of Glass Tabor has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Glass Tabor has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Glass Tabor at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of experience practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit GlassTaborLaw.com. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Judging by the text line, uh, they are putting the U.S. as about a 34-and-a-half-point favorite over Russia in World War III, if it happens. Really? Too low? I think that's too high. Oh, (laughs) 34-and-a-half? A A little too greedy there? Uh, Yeah, I think it's way too greedy. Way, way too greedy. Even if think, it's a neutral site game? I think it should be more like single digits at most. But that's just me. Chapstick says it's always a geopolitical mess. We just don't always follow. That's true. Very, very true. Very, very true. 
Uh, it's looking like, and I think it's even reported by Dennis Dodd, so take that for what it's worth, hearing that Noah Fafita and McMillan are staying at Arizona. Wow. Their wide receivers coach would be key to that effort. How about that? That's big time. I like that. I like that. Good. I actually do like that, too. That's that's. I don't know how often that would happen now in college football for a program like Arizona when their coach leaves for a better job, but those two dudes are are awesome. I don't love what they did in the Alamo Bowl in the second half specifically, but that is it's one of the it's one of the few positive college football stories, I guess. Yeah. See, uh pool parties at Arizona do have a recruiting draw. They right? always went out, yes. Always went out in the long run. That's good. I like that. Um T-Mac, as they call him, that dude is an absolute stud. Fafita is... T-Mac's one of the better wide receivers I've watched this year in college football. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if he gets enough credits. No, he doesn't. Um, and probably the first time a lot of people saw him was that game against Oklahoma. And uh, he'll be one of the top names out there next year um, when, when the season gets rolling. He'll be on a lot, a lot of watch lists. Peyton says, I don't know if you talked about it, but Ross Bjork took the Ohio State 80 job. Wonder how that affects A&M. Yeah. uh, We did talk about it yesterday, Peyton. I immediately thought not how it affects A&M, how it affects Ryan Day. That's where my mind immediately went. That's true. Now, how long was Bjork at (sighs) A&M? Wasn't all that long, was it? I think he was responsible for the Jimbo mess, right? So, five years, if I had to guess. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's interesting. Now, the the Ohio State situation is, you know, I, I don't think it's a move to bring in a new coach, as I think some people may consider it, because this has been in the works. This was in the works before, I is think it, it was before the season. Gene, is Gene Smith, is that his yeah. name? Like, he retired, stepped down, and that was known for a while that he was going to do that? He was – at Western Kentucky, 2010 to 2012, Ole Miss, 2012 to 2019, A&M, 19 to 23, and then now sure. the Ohio State. Now, yeah, there's definitely times where the AD is fired so they can bring in a new AD to fire the current coach and hire a better coach than they think the former AD would have hired. But still, man, yep. you hired a new AD and he's not your guy. And you keep losing to Michigan. That's right. Now, Just don't do it next year. Don't I, do it, Ryan Day. He played football fullback from 1991 to 1994. Can you guess the school? Where Ross Bjork played football? Yeah, we've talked oh about this specific school today on this show. It has to be – is it an SEC school then? No. Oh, God. It's, it is in – Oh, that makes it too easy. Uh, I don't even I don't even know what division or league or we talked about some. Oh, did he play at? Um, Come on, I'm going to I'm going to Kansas City and I'm exiting off the highway there or trying to get it. Uh, Emporia State. Emporia State. Beautiful fullback from '91 to '94. How about that? That's funny. Good stuff. Mm. Who would have thunk it? Not, not me. Not me. Maybe uh, to honor Ross Bjork, 
Emporia State's head coach currently has a $35 million buyout. Born in Dodge City, Kansas. How about that? All right, quick timeout. We got the final hour of the rush coming up next. Stay with us.